Held in Wildness, hosted by Vida and myself, Maggie, is a podcast that invites us to deepen our relationship with ourselves, explore interconnection within the weave of the universe, and sink deeply back into the truth of who we truly are. Held in Wildness elicits our deep cellular memory to awaken our living connection with Gaia. We awaken the ancestral song humming in our bones. What happens if we truly connect? What gasp of wonder is on the tip of our tongue? Together, we will journey the wheel of the year, exploring seasonal rituals, ancient traditions, moon phases, plant magic, archetypal energies, goddesses, and all things heart-nourishing and spirit-lifting. Welcome. Hi, love. Hello. (laughs) Yay. I'm so happy to be here recording with you today. Me too. It's always so much fun. And I honestly can't believe that we're already on the fall equinox and we've almost made it an entire wheel of the year <laughs> with our podcast. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, it's fun. It is. Yes. And so today we're going to be talking about the fall equinox. Yeah. Yeah. As Mabon. Um, Mabon. Is it known as anything else? Do you know? I no, I think I all I know is Mabon and the autumn fall equinox. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we also <laughs> wanted to take a moment and uh, speak to the fact that we didn't record a podcast for llamas back in we August. we did not. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think it is definitely worth sharing that we were prepared to record and we were both feeling the exact same way of really needing to reflect and needing to keep our energies to ourselves. And um, I was even feeling a little embarrassed to share that with you, Vida. And then it turned out that we both were feeling the exact same way and we just ended up not recording and we had a nice, nice chat by ourselves. And, and yeah, I think it is worth mentioning that that is okay, that we're just following our inner feelings and and the moment and, and we're not doing this to, to push ourselves when it doesn't feel good. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to share on that? Yeah, well, it was interesting because, mm-hmm. what, at least from what I felt, is that we really ended up following what we really needed at that time of the year for yeah. ourselves. And mm-hmm. I wanted to share that... Um, I, I had gotten so busy this summer and I had found myself putting out so much energy that at the end of the summer when there was that transition, kind of slowing down, letting the, the, the late summer blossom, I really just needed to dive into that energy and not have any output and, and to really be with mm-hmm. what the season was asking more than than creating and expressing and and sharing just to really rest. Yeah, yeah, that is so beautiful. And because often, um, for me at least, the the summer, the height of the summer, it really feels like that standstill. And um, even though we can be really busy in in our lives, for me, there wasn't any room for output either for creative output or inspiration, or it was just very much a time of, no, I'm just going to stay with myself, do my thing that I have to do and not any extra. um, Yeah. Output, I guess is a really good word. Mm -hmm. And, and now I feel there's a little bit more momentum building, right? There's a little bit more inspiration flowing and, 
Yeah, and it's beautiful to honor that. This is one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast to inspire people to 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 listen to those those um, nudges and and feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And a theme that I think we wanted to share today <laughs> was slowing down. And yeah. one of the things that didn't really that I also felt embarrassed about was I didn't feel in tune enough with summer to actually speak about late fall, late summer. I, I being yeah. too busy had disconnected me from my roots, from really feeling in tune with what was happening uh, with my animal body and and with the changes in, in the environment around me yeah yeah and I find that so interesting that um you know we we often feel that need to slow down and to really tune into that slower energy of the earth right and then with our minds, we have all these great ideas. So for example, like us, we're going to do podcasts on every Sabbath of the wheel of the year. But then at the same time, we want to be really in tune with the earth because that's, that's how we choose to, to live our lives, right? And that sometimes doesn't match at all because the earth has such a slower energy than our minds. And Sometimes you really have to honor that, that things don't, don't um, have to go the way that, that we want them to go and, and controlling and pushing ourselves to make things happen and actually tuning into that slow energy. Yeah. That's the biggest that slow <laughs> earth. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to do a quick little recap of what we're going to talk about today in the podcast. Yes, yes. So we're going to discuss themes of the of the fall equinox. We're going to share a recipe with you for herbal chai to get into the season. We're going to do a guided meditation uh, connecting with tree energy. We're going to definitely talk about slowing down. Uh, discuss ancestors and building ancestor altars. And then we have um, some journal questions and a seasonal tarot spread for you to take those rituals into your own life. Yes. So here we, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> so Maggie, can you tell us what's happening on the farm? Well... This is not so pretty. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> so we had um, over the last few weeks, it has been extremely hot and humid. Um, so at first it was really dry. Then we had weeks and weeks of just rain and um, actually downpours that I, I've never experienced them as bad here on the farm. And actually um, our garden flooded, half of the garden is flooded and it's still very muddy. And so the only plants that really like the muddy feeds are the blueberries. <laughs> and um, luckily we do have a greenhouse that's a little bit higher. So some, some of the tomato plants, they survived and um, everything it's it's fine it's not too bad because we have the kind of the raised um, garden beds but now that it's towards the end of the season um, things are starting to slow down um, the bees are are all over the sunflowers and, and making sure they they gather enough um, for the winter to survive and what else is happening? Um, I've been dehydrating a lot of tomatoes so making um, kind of sun-dried tomatoes. And, but everything I can feel is getting ready for the colder months and it's getting ready to, and it sounds sad, but it's true. It's getting ready to die. Yeah. Yeah. And for that rebirth next year. Yes. I've been yeah. noticing. I, so I just moved houses and I mm-hmm. am very thankful that I moved into a house with a small garden and somebody Yay. has planted the garden this season. And I'm noticed, I'm really being able to sit with the late fall 
energy. And there are also some blackberries and an apple tree in my, my new yard. So gosh, those are such great fall oh, yes. plant allies. And, um, so I've been, I've been, uh, enjoying when I come home or when I, um, am leaving, <laughs> I've been really enjoying stopping by the blackberry bush and picking a couple blackberries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, uh, and, and there's been some deer that have come into our yard and eaten a couple of apples. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just kind of noticing the, the animal visitations, like who's showing up. At this yeah. point in the year, hummingbirds I see are still kind of active. Um, and then in terms of my plants, and the valerian flowers have all died back. And mm-hmm. it's just about ready to harvest the, the herbs that have those uh, resinous roots where they keep their medicine in the roots. And so mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. Um, so that's what I've been noticing and seeing different uh, plants, you know, start to seed. I actually had a, a nice conversation, was able to teach one of my friends how to save her cosmos flower seeds for next year. Oh, that so, is so fun. Really sweet. Um, and, and just, uh, yeah, now is a great time of year to just start looking even at the weeds around you and noticing mm-hmm. them start to create their little seed pods Mm -hmm. because seed pods come in so many different forms and they're actually just absolutely beautiful. So it can be really neat to um, maybe even collect some, some plants or just stop by and, and check on a few different plants and watch as they, as they ripen their seeds and, and uh, open them up, see what they look like get to get to know your local seeds yeah kind of follow their journey yeah yeah i mean if we're getting seasonal you can't get much more than that (laughs) (laughs) and it's funny because um speaking of journeys i um the other day i was walking outside and we have this huge um butterfly bush by by our house and there were six monarch butterflies just circling the butterfly bush and around me. And um, I've always seen two or three at the same time, but this was six at the same time. And it was so absolutely beautiful. And I just love monarch butterflies and the journey that they make from, from the different generations to, to Mexico and back. And oh, it's just so beautiful to me. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Speaking of journeys, I wanted to throw that in there. Um, you know, funny too. <laughs> like butterflies, they're set. They're mm-hmm. still such a symbol of summer and blossoms. Yeah, and that's yeah. so where we are at this point of the year. Yeah. There's still flowers to be picked. There's there's yeah. still fruits to be had, and and. I always think of, of butterflies as a bit of a celebration of the end of transformation. And yes. The end of great colors. Yeah. And that is this, the beautiful time of this year. And Mabon is the harvest and being grateful for that we still have so much to pick and so much to smell and so much to, to watch with the butterflies. And I feel this is really a time of being grateful, mm-hmm. gratitude. Yeah. Even, you know, something very small and simple um, someone could do is make a gratitude list every night. Mm-hmm. And it could be something simple as I saw six monarch butterflies today. <laughs> you know, it can, I, I feel that is very the fall equinox for me. Yeah. That as we're moving into, into the darker months, we still have that equal light as well and the harvest that comes with that and the fun like fall festivities that are coming up soon. And yeah, that's, that's what it really does feel like to me. Mm-hmm. And there's it's a important. lot of community celebrations that happen yeah. at the end of the year, even if they're not 
consciously celebrating fall, but a lot of them are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Being in the gathering of community and, and, um, and celebrating that before yeah. everything goes all inward. <laughs> <laughs> and we're complaining about the cold. <laughs> Yeah, what else is there with the fall equinox? So we're moving into the darkness, which I feel is a very beautiful topic as well. Um, the light is changing. The light is changing. Is I saw, I, I read this myth that on the fall equinox, the, the god of light, he lost his fight to, to the god of the night. And because the dark, so the dark nights are now moving in earlier and earlier and darkness is such a beautiful term, I feel. Um, But many people still struggle with that word, right? Darkness. We perceive darkness as something bad. And I actually wanted to ask you how, what your journey has been and and how, like, how can we embrace our inner darkness? This is a question for our listeners to answer for themselves. Like, how, how do you perceive darkness for yourself? What's your inner darkness like? How do you, yeah, because to me, darkness is very sacred. It's where everything stems from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, you're asking a person who... <laughs> irritated with people who like to leave house lights on one of my yeah. <laughs> watch the, the the day naturally well maybe this is another sweet ritual just leave your lights off leave your yeah. lights off yes you know this is almost like a biological thing like what happens when when we allow our bodies to get the information to commune with the changing of the light. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. for me, that has been a very key sacred moment my whole life. And, and, and just kind of allowing myself to notice the shift and, and just kind of being in the darkness. And it's so funny because I've had roommates or lovers come home and say, why are you being creepy sitting in the dark? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> and, and there is this response that people sitting in the dark are creepy it's not yeah not like wow Vita, you're so attuned it's like creepy and why why is there that impulse and it's not just one person's associations you know mm-hmm. it's a lot of people's associations it's like to me it's god how beautiful to watch the sunset maybe even to kind of notice yeah what stars in the sky, like what planets, you know, right. We've talked about in past podcasts, mm-hmm. you know, the, that the, the stars that are visible in our hemisphere are changing, you know, they're changing mm-hmm. and, and to, and to know, you know, where is the sun setting on the horizon at this time of year? Where does the light hit? And um, maybe even just taking the time to, allow for me I even just last night I I sat in a patch of sunlight after I got home and just allowed it to really allowed myself to feel the warmth and the quality of the sun as it was setting at this point in the year and how my body relaxes and feels so nourished by those really simple moments of of the shift from light to dark yeah yeah and yeah, it's true. We often think, oh, but the sun always comes up at the same spot, but that's not true. And the moon doesn't rise the same spot. And it's very beautiful to notice that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Just turning your lights off. And it also yeah. helps the migrating birds at this point in the year because they are influenced Mm -hmm. and so when we have too much light pollution it actually can be dangerous for them to be misguided 
And so turning, turning off our lights or especially our outside lights at night can be um, a gift to the creatures that we share this earth. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Okay. You want to share your drink? <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, so while you're allowing yourself to enjoy to this. sit stuff, in the darkness like a creeper. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think everyone should do it. Because that's. Okay. I guess it's going to be like getting a little into solitude, <laughs> our witch spells. Yeah. <laughs> people will call you a witch, but that's okay. <laughs> What's that? People will call you a witch, but that's okay. <laughs> that's fine with me. Um, so I want to give a recipe, an herbal recipe for a chai. Um, to, chai is such a sweet way, I think, to get into the fall season. And it's, it's yes. such a great way to help boost our immune systems um, and uh, help our digestive system increase circulation and just enjoy just to really enjoy the the sensuality of the spices mm. so here is a recipe and you should be able to get all of these from your local grocery store or you can order them online um banyan botanicals B-A-N-Y-A-N, Botanicals, is a great place, especially to order a lot of Ayurvedic herbs. And, and chai is a traditional Ayurvedic recipe. So I have here fresh ginger. So you could definitely get that at the store. Um, and fresh ginger, because it's got certain enzymes in fresh that are going to help your immune system more than dry ginger. Although you can use dry ginger if that's what you got. Um, organic orange peel or mandarin peel if if you're listening to this a little bit later and they're in season mandarin peel is an incredibly fragrant and delicious oh, so flavor cinnamon chips are like you know breaking up the bark of cinnamon um, whole black peppercorns whole cardamom pods and bonus points if you want to add some turmeric so you're going to take maybe a um, teaspoon of all of these and you're going to want to simmer them in a cup of water or maybe two, depending on um, how strong you like your herbs. And you're going to want to simmer them. So you're going to bring the water to boil and then uh, bring it down to a simmer um, for 15 minutes. So you can really pull out all the flavors and all of the medicinal properties. And then you can add honey or milk or an alternative milk to your liking and enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love chai and I love your spin on that with the, the orange peel, the mandarin too. And uh, I can just imagine how it's so sensual to just sit down with a nice cup of tea and just really use all your senses and just enjoy that moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really wonderful way of slowing down. Slowing down, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. I am definitely going to make that. <laughs> So I think we're gonna drop in right now and do a meditation. Um, so I, I promised you- a I would love a meditation. Yeah, and so uh, maybe I'll just go into it rather than explaining it too much. <laughs> Get comfortable. And um, if you are listening to this and doing something, just go ahead and and lightly allow your mind to wander if possible. You know, just allow, just notice whatever kind of images come into your head through this meditation. If you can, you know, pause this, come back to this later if you need to, and, and settle into a nice quiet spot, either lying down or sitting in a way that's comfortable for you. So I'm gonna go ahead and close my eyes too. Let's just take a few breaths. 
and allow ourselves to connect with our bodies. Taking that moment to, to really just arrive. Noticing the subtle changes in our breath. Perhaps allowing your exhales to deepen. And bring an image of a tree into your mind's eye. Imagine that you are that tree, feeling what it's like to have a strong trunk, wide, sprawling branches reaching to the sky. Notice what kind of tree you are. What kind of leaves or needles or pine cones or seeds or fruit do you have? What color are you right now? Notice your bark. Is it thin? Is it thick? Feeling into your roots, growing into the earth. living in, in soil, living in rich soil. Notice who cohabitates in your branches. Maybe it's a bird, squirrel, a passing beehive. And imagine that you're breathing all of your leaves or needles are breathing. Just feel yourself as a living being, breathing with the rest of the forest. And slowly start to take notice of what it is that you have grown this year. Have you grown fruit? Have you grown nuts? Are you shedding beautiful twirling seeds that are catching in the light and the wind? taking a moment to, to celebrate and notice what it is that you have expressed as your true self. And taking a moment to notice what has fallen to the earth. what surrounds the base of your trunk. What is turning in and composting and returning to the soil? Is it branches around you? Is it your own leaves? What is falling away? Are mushrooms popping up? 
Is the ground dry or rain soaked? And then turning your attention inward and notice your sap. This is the time of tree potency. You have really taken in all summer and spring. And sap flows and potency throughout your branches and into your roots. And you're growing, you're growing a new ring, a new layer of growth. And just take a moment to notice qualities that have surprised you about your tree self. Things that feel familiar. Things that maybe you want to write down and note to think about later. Slowly start to wiggle your fingers and your toes. Be opening your eyes and taking a moment to notice what has been gifted to you through your journey. What kind of tree were you, Maggie? Thank you, that was really beautiful. I was an oak tree. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. And I feel that um, I definitely want to journal on this a little bit more, just to kind of free write. And I really like um, that feeling of rooting down, like that stillness of just being, right? Just being that tree going through the seasons and receiving and giving offerings and yeah so beautiful to me thank you yeah i i noticed the impulse in myself to want to go back to that image and just kind of hang out in the darkness mm -hmm. the soil <laughs> i wanted to like yes. get into that <laughs> yes <laughs> <sighs> So that really took us into, gosh, the feeling of what it really feels like to slow down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And to simply just be and trust that, mm -hmm. that our highest good is happening. I think it was, I read this in a book by Wayne Dyer, um, that an intent an intent is already placed and it's funny because <laughs> this is about an acorn so an intent is already placed in that acorn to grow into an oak tree and it it doesn't know anything different but it it trusts that it will grow into an oak tree like it doesn't know anything else like it won't just grow into a maple tree right it has that specific intent to grow into that oak tree. And for me, that image very beautifully describes that we have the same intent that is placed within us. And if we can allow ourselves to trust that that is happening and know, deeply know in that deep rooted place that our highest good is always happening for us because that is our intent. Our soul doesn't know any different than get there. It's, it's about the journey, of course. It's not about getting somewhere, but yeah, that's what that being means for me, that, that we're allowing ourselves to trust and just enjoy and allow ourselves to be and enjoy our lives, enjoy our journeys. Mm. 
and experience everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, though, I have to say, I, I really do want to talk more about celebration and taking in the, in the blessings of our lives. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I also want to speak to my lived experience, which is even after I've gone through so many rituals and so much training and, and even, you know, going through a program like that kind of, that's the whole thing, what you just said, like archetypal psychology, following our souls into their own growth and expansion mm-hmm. over and over again, I find myself at this crux of, of really trusting and, and really needing to trust and, and really needing to um, follow, allow myself to trust enough to follow those impulses, mm-hmm. you know, to allow my, my acorn self or whatever it is to, to, to take root, to sprout. Because <sighs> I think our initial impulses don't always make the most sense. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're, they're, they're operating at a soul level, not an ego consciousness or not at a social construct level. Yeah. And we're, we're not, sh- we're not shown the entire journey. Like our ego mind wants to know everything it wants to know the how it wants to know how to get there and it wants to know what to do and and how to make things happen and often with these impulses or these intuitive nudges they just show the next step and it may not make any sense at all and like lots of resistance can come up from that too and it's very difficult sometimes (laughs) i feel um, because, and I, I can really speak from my own experience is that I always want to control. I want to know what's going to happen. And if you really think about it, we really don't have any control at all. And cause that's not a job. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that is really what I've been feeling into this summer, these past few months of what, what that looks like. What, what does it look like to, to live like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And as I was sharing with you right before we started recording, I had some feelings coming up, actually. Mm-hmm. After I did the tarot card reading that I'm going to share with you all, I, I had some big feelings coming up, you know? And, and it's like that that slowing down creates the emergence of, of the impulses, but the impulses also come with feelings and, and body sensations and experiences and, and the real juice and the magic happens when we're able to create enough time and space to live with those and draw with those and dance with those and walk with those emotions and, and the messages that are coming to us. Yeah. Yeah. And then even um, when, when something that we perceive as a bad emotion or that we don't necessarily like, we think that is bad. Like we think that, or I often thought this, that we're not allowed to feel like we're, it's not okay to, to feel angry or sad, but in, in terms of like speaking a little bit more about the darkness, if we don't acknowledge and express that and kind of allow ourselves to, to feel that too, they become the shadow. They become what we really don't want. <laughs> they become that kind of, um, I guess, kind of, yeah, our shadow, our shadow. And that's something totally different than our inner darkness. Like our inner darkness is is sacred and beautiful. It's all our potential. And yeah, I like that you shared that because that it's true. It's true. It needs to be acknowledged and felt and explored. Press yeah. to move forward. Yeah. yeah. And um, 
yeah, like I always share with you, you know, it's like our, I think darkness is just what's in its natural state. It's something that yeah. it's, yeah. wow. it's in harmony with, with the 10,000 other things. Mm-hmm. But, um, when we, when we have that repression or that impulse to hide it away or suppress it, or we don't want to feel it, then that's when things stagnate and, and get rancid. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It's like poisonous poison in a way. And it manifests in our bodies too. Yeah. It's that stuck feeling that, um, because the universe in, in its nature and just like us and everything else in it is expansive, right? It's, it's infinitely expansive. So when we don't allow ourselves to, to move through those things, they become stuck. And it feels weird because naturally we want to expand and experience. And at least that's, that's how I see it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting having i had feelings of kind of being cracked open and vulnerable and sad actually before we started recording because i just pulled these cards and it was it was an interesting thing to press record and just make the commitment to stay to stay with my feelings to stay and and get curious about what was going to happen. I was like, am I going to cry on the podcast? I don't know, but yeah, I'm certainly yeah. not going to hold back, you know, yeah. because, yeah. oh gosh, then my heart's going to close and I don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, it. it's just the example of that vulnerability is actually such a big act of strength. Yeah. It's, yeah really is and that's a big lesson to learn it's a huge lesson to huge learn. yeah and and to kind of widen this out a little bit you know part of what we're talking about is like being and trusting and slowing down is also about being with the unknown mm-hmm. kind of not knowing like most people if you ask them who they are sometimes you can get a really confident response but especially who you're becoming, it's like we know and we don't know, mm-hmm. you know, and we're, we're dying every day and we're growing every day, you yeah. know, and can we be, can we be with not knowing and can we be with feeling? Can we be with like the moment of, yeah. of what's wanting to express and what's wanting to fall away? Yeah. And that's the ultimate act of being. It's, it's not passive at all. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a lot of doing still to me. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's such a beautiful thing to just be. And uh, being is often all the doing we need to do. Okay, so we were talking about a week ago about death and how death comes up so much about this time of year, people start dying, plants start dying. And I think being has some, some sense of that, of like letting things fall away. Yeah. And, um, like surrendering. And it's the unknown. The unknown is, 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 it kind of has that same vibe as, I don't know how, I can relate this to death, but it kind of has that same like, oh, like kind of like holding back vibe to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, at least in my experience, it's, it's like when I slow down and then begin to trust mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. That I, like, I, I don't actually need to cognitively figure it out. My body, just my being just does it, you know, mm-hmm. I, yeah. like, especially through movement. Just like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I know how to be with gravity. I know how yeah. to work. going out in nature. It's going for a little walk or put up a song and just move your body. And 
I feel like getting out of the mind is a really big thing on that for the being, <laughs> for the being part. Yeah, <laughs> totally getting out of the mind. Yeah. <sighs> Let's see if I can do that in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so difficult and our mind is a beautiful tool. And yeah, yeah. But for the sake of being, we kind of have to let it go sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything that you wanted to share on, on letting go or surrendering or, or death or autumn? I feel what surrendering means to me is allowing ourselves to tune in to that intent, to tune in to that highest good, to tune in that um, everything is already perfect. Everything's already perfectly happening the way it is supposed to. And then it, it's, it's not giving up, it's trusting. And yeah, I feel this, these last few months have really asked me to trust, just trust that exactly where I'm supposed to be, everything is exactly happening the way that it's supposed to. And as you shared as well, that this, this season calls for that even more to me. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But then at the same time, I also feel a little bit more momentum and a little bit more inspiration to, to create a little bit more output as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. there's yeah. that inner potency that has occurred. Yeah. Yeah. The last few seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also wanted to mention ancestors. Yes, that's such a beautiful topic too. Yeah, and and next next podcast, I know we're going to be talking about ancestors. Yes, yeah, we'll dive into it way more. But I think it will be good to to kind of like scratch the surface. Yeah, and just like yeah. now, especially since there is that like that this, as we're gearing up towards this time of year, many people are passing over and pets are passing over and. Mm-hmm. Um, the plants, the gardens turning over and just, and just like creating maybe a little bit of connection towards um, who have come before us and just creating a little connection, you know, in our, in our hearts and, and bringing that into our consciousness and, and maybe even bringing out some photographs and, Mm -hmm. And sparking those relationships and, and even sometimes if they're painful, it can be a healing just to kind of get a little dose of, of what comes forward to us um, from, from sitting and connecting and having a heart conversation. Yeah, and it's that honoring is so important to me, like the honoring of the the ones that have come before us because it's because of them that we are here and that is the that honoring of that that understanding that deep weaving between lives is is very important i feel yeah and it creates so much richness um Yeah. Well, did you, did you, do we want to get into that next time more? Do do we want to say anything else about that? Yeah. Or if, if you have any ideas for an altar that you want to share, or we can just save it for, for next time. Cause I know that we'll talk about it more. <laughs> Whatever yeah. you feel like, if you want to share something. Let's see. Let me see. Is there anything mm-hmm. else that I want to share? <sighs> I think I want to share that there's been times in my life where this time of year has been a really beautiful 
beautiful time to reflect. And I used to make these really elaborate altars and they become more and more simple in the past few years. And when I first started making them, I didn't really know how. I didn't really know how. And even though I'm actually Mexican and, and there's actually within different families, there's actually a particular way that like each family makes an ofrenda mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. get taught, you know, through your lineage actually, like how to make your family's ancestor altar. Um, so I actually haven't been initiated into that, even though I do know that that exists within my tradition, my family tradition. And um, I want to share that I've gone a little bit disconnected from that practice being um, for the past few years. Like once again, getting too busy, I, you know, it's been a little bit more simplified and, and there's been a little less presence and connection and consciousness there. And so I think what I want to share is that even if this is something foreign to you or you don't know how to do it, just like allow what comes to mind to come through you, you know, just like letting, letting that come through because I didn't know. And it was different for me at first. And, and um, I think there's some pain for me around never having met my paternal grandparents. And I don't even have a picture of my paternal grandfather. And, um, and so, yeah, like, I just want to honor that family lineage and family traditions can be complicated. And this isn't a practice that's widely, um, shown to us in our culture, even though ancestrally, pretty much all of us have indigenous practices that were, yeah. were honored for hundreds of years. So yeah, even if you don't know how, or even if there's been um, a break in your lineage, like there's, there's always that connection. There's always, there's always tears to be shed and, and smiles to smile and offerings to be made, even when we, when we don't fully know. Yeah, thank you. It's beautifully said. It, it, it's the intention, it's the intention that, that counts. It's not about the how or how perfect you're, you're creating an altar or it's about the intention that you're honoring your lineage, your, your, your DNA with love. Yeah, with love and, and honoring and acknowledgement, gratitude. I feel that's, that's the most important thing. Yeah. And even if it's not your actual family, we can always also ans um, connect with like spiritual ancestors or people who really. Yes. Or the people of the land that you live on, the indigenous wow. people of the land that you're living on right now. Yes. Yeah. Connecting with them. That can be very healing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, do you want to share um, the journaling questions in your tarot? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so if you're listening, um, why don't you go ahead and pause this for a moment and grab a journal and possibly a, a tarot or an oracle deck. Um, so yeah, go ahead and pause this and then come back. Um, <laughs> Don't go away. You have to come back. Keep the flow going. Um, so, okay. So here are some journaling questions and I'll read them and then I'll just let you pause them or rewind them as you need to. I'm just going to read them straight through. So there's three of them. The first one is how can I create balance in this season? So every season, right? Everything kind of, to create balance, it's an active process, actually. It's a, it's a constant readjustment. 
So what was balanced in one phase may be um, needing to slow down or be adjusted in another phase of our lives. So how can I create balance in this season? What subtle or noticeable shifts am I called to make at this moment? What subtle or noticeable shifts am I called to make at this moment? And just allow whatever wants to come forward. Like don't, don't like think about it too much. Just like kind of let what comes forward speak. What loose ends need to be tended to? What feelings need to be felt in order for me to be free and open for what is coming in? So this could be an external manifestation, like pulling the dead tomato plant and mulching, you know, or it can be, you know, just really allowing the, the feelings to arise and, and maybe allowing, booking, you know, a half an hour, 15 minutes in your day to just be with your feelings in a place in nature and tend to them. How do they want to be tended? So those are our three journal questions. And then we have a tarot spread, an autumn equinox tarot spread. And the first card, you can ask the question, what can I learn from slowing down? And of course, you can always adjust these questions to make them fit for you. The second card is, what can I learn about cycles, surrender, and letting go? And then the third card is, what can I learn about celebrating life's abundance and savoring what has ripened in my life. So if you want to get a written version of these, come on over to the new Health and Wildness Instagram. Yay! <laughs> we created an Instagram. So you can just say yeah. Health in Wildness. Um, to Instagram and we're we can we're going to post the tarot yes. in the journal questions yes yeah and we post regular kind of updates on there too and you that, can, that we have to get better at this <laughs> and Maggie posts um, images from her from her farm so yes yes and Vita posts the images from the redwoods by her house I'm really jealous <laughs> 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 yeah so we're we're just sharing a little bit more about our lives i feel on our instagram and it's fun follow us <laughs> and we would love to hear any uh recipes that you have or how you like the chai um any yes. responses to the tarot spread or any questions you have we would love to hear from you um, on Instagram you can either message us or just uh, ask a question under a post and um, let us know if you have any questions or topics for um, our next podcast for Sawin. Yes. yes yeah we oh would gosh, it's coming up so quick yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yes we would love to hear from you and yeah yeah with anything mm -hmm. questions comments feedback anything yeah yeah and i think to leave to to kind of uh, round us up um i feel this season is very potent to tune in and slow down, honor ourselves, honor our journeys, 
acknowledge whatever rises up through us that wants to be expressed. Allow yourself to, to be with yourself and to, and to be. Allow yourself to be. And stand tall as that beautiful tree that is so, so deeply rooted in the earth. And you're more powerful than you think, beautiful beings. True. Yes. Okay. Until next time, come visit us. Many. Yeah, come visit us. Many <laughs> blessings. Blessings and enjoy fall. Yes. Enjoy your senses. <laughs> okay. Bye.